Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. (laughs) FBI Radio. Yes, it is that very special time of a Monday morning where we get to talk all things film and cinema with Jack and Andre. How have your weeks been? How are you? What's happening? Oh, really good. Full of fighting. Some of it about movies, some of it about life. <laughs> oh my God, what do you mean? You're right, you're right. No, it's more just loving, fighting. Just stretching. Uh, great conversations. <laughs> lots well, of... What? <laughs> well, I was going to say, well, it's very exciting that you've brought in physically all the Whitney Houston documentary double passes we have to give away today. That's right. And We're holding them in our hands right now and holding them up to the sky. Win them. And Google. With the, yes. Sorry, no. <laughs> oh God, sorry, Jack. Uh, we, I was going to say, with the big, big blood moon or whatever it is in the sky, we are asking people to text in what film grounds them the most to win one of these double passes. And we've already had a text in from Mia in the North Shore saying B-movie or The Pacifier with Vin Diesel. That's awesome. Um, Sonia says Baraka. Ooh, okay. spiritual, meditative. Spiritual. Love yes. that. 0409-945-945. If you want to get in on this little double pass giveaway brought into you from Jack and Andre, the film lords. Jack, movie that grounds you. Lay it on me. Three, two, one. The hours, obviously. Beautiful choice. I would have said Gregoraki smiley face, but that's okay as well. Yeah, smiley face as well. Smiley face isn't kind of as emotional as maybe we're looking, mm. but also does ground me. Let's go to the news. So, in surprising news, I would say, uh, across the universe, the famous uh, biopic slash musical slash documentary Factual Fantasia film by Julia... It's like a jukebox musical ju- of the Beatles songs. That's actually a better term to describe it. By Julia Taymor, which came out in 2007, is being re-released to mark the anniversary of... What's the song that the Beatles wrote that's the anniversary... I think it's the 50th anniversary of... Uh, don't oh, look at me. I don't know right. this piece I'm, of news. I'm looking you're at you. You're tricking me. I'm you're tricking you. I'm tricking you. Anyway, Julia Taylor made this incredible musical movie starring Evan Rachel Wood about the Beatles. It's called Across the Universe and it's getting re-released for a couple of days across 450 theatres. Uh, if you watch the trailer, you may shed a tear because uh, the trailer is set to the tune of Hey Jude. And I always learned in college that Hey Jude was scientifically proven to make babies cry. I actually learned that in a study in sociology when I was in year 11. Well, all I know is that my grandma's name is Jude and she always had a complex about being 64 because of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, also in news, the Trump star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame has just been pickaxed to death. It looks like a beautiful crumbly rouge mm. from like a makeup tutorial. I'm wondering why no one's done a makeup tutorial with the crumbled Donald Trump star on the Walk of Fame. I don't know, Jack. I think Trump said that it's still a beautiful star. It's the best it's star. It's a beautiful star. It's, it's amazing. But I mean, that's beautiful rouge it that you can possibly have. It hasn't been wrecked. It's in pristine condition. It's looking, it's more pink than orange. But <laughs> fights have broken out on the street around the Walk of Fame. It's pretty intense. If you look at the videos on the on the web. web. That's kind of what we're asking for you guys to do out the front of FBI for these Whitney tickets. Oh my gosh. But in He's a Marine! <laughs> in better fighting news, Charlie's Angels is getting a reboot with Kristen Stewart. I mean, who could have thought of a better collab? Kristen Stewart in Charlie's Angels. And my theory is that she has signed on to do the film, but she's going to insist that her character is queer. And that would be so hectic to shake it up a little bit because, let's be honest, that would be fabulous, I think. I think it'd be amazing that, like, Charlie's Angels are queer and just, like, anti the patriarchy aren't they? Elizabeth Banks is going to direct it and also just down the road in Melbourne. Elizabeth Banks is going to play Bosley. That's right as well. Forgot that part. 
and now in Melbourne. Oh, in Melbourne, this week is the Melbourne International Film Festival. We're going down. We're going to have news from there next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of hot films that are coming your way. Hopefully Some are already at Sydney. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Melbourne's a little bit behind. But, but you know, we're not going to judge you for that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take it easy and get into the cafe culture. That's right. So that's film news. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be taking two reviews from you guys. Uh, you've got a review of Whitney Houston's documentary, which we are giving away a double pass to today. The texts are flooding in on 0409-945-945. Steve says The Wizard of Oz and someone else saying The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That mm. one seems to always come in when we ask for well, movie reviews, requests. Whitney was dedicated, or not dedicated, special thanks to Jane Campion, and Eternal mm. Sunshine of a Spotless Mind was based off Jane Campion's first film, Two Friends, film fact. Are you being serious? Film fact. Oh my gosh, I just can't believe we have 10 tickets to movies here. I've never held so many tickets in my hands. <laughs> Text in everyone. <laughs> Here's a bit of Whitney for you now, on your Monday morning. I want to dance with somebody. You're on Movies, Movies, Movies. <laughs> That is Whitney Houston. 
with I want to dance with somebody and then in brackets who loves me. You're on Movies, Movies, Movies here on Mornings with Bridie Tanner and we're asking you to text in films that ground you in order to win a double pass to the Whitney Houston documentary of which we have many giveaways mm. to give you. So keep them coming in on 0409 945 945. Harold and Maud grounds me. Love can occur anywhere at any age, says one texter. Guys, I think Beautiful. we ought to get into two reviews. Two reviews. One review. And then, and then another review. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Film Lord Andre, you're going to go first for two reviews. What are you reviewing today? I'll be reviewing Beirut, the new film starring John Hamm, but that's, bef- that's before Jack will review Whitney, which we're all really excited for. But before we get there, let's talk about Beirut. And I hate to open with this, but never have I ever felt more alienated from a film <laughs> than seeing Beirut, starring John Hamm from Mad Men and Rosamund Pike from Gone Girl. It's a film about a negotiator in Beirut in the 70s who gets hauled into a job a decade after his family is massacred in that same country. Not to rat on John Hamm, but I find him super dull when he's doing dramatic material. Every second of this film reeks of weird, half-baked American patriotism innocuously disguised as critical of the, in quotation marks, bad guys, ending with a shot of the American flag flapping in the wind after a job well done. I mean, not gonna lie, I was born in the same hospital as Yasser Arafat's son, for fuck's sake. John Hamm keeps being cast in serious roles in an era that needs less frowning men with big eyebrows and more just uh, beautiful, joyous characters. Rosamund Pike is a pleasure to watch on screen. Her presence gives each moment a distinct glow. I don't know why this film exists. Jack, help me out. I don't really have an opinion on it. I just wished it was at least a bit thrilling and a bit riveting. What are you thinking? (laughs) This is just karma because we didn't want to be in Cinema 7. At Dendi. So we didn't go see Whitney. We went and saw Beirut instead. True, 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 true. Because of some weird superstition we have about Cinema 7. I blame Cinema 7. I blame Cinema 7 for giving us Beirut. We never would have seen it. I don't understand why the film that was written by by the guys who wrote the Bourne films was just so dull and so uh, just lacking in ideas. And confused. It was like very straightforward, but they tried to make it really complicated. And dark. It's like incredibly dark. He's squinting the whole time. The cinematography is really underexposed, so I don't know why. I know that you love John Hamm from Mad Men. Let's be real. I love John Man- Hamm from, like, okay, I'm not going to say why I love John Hamm. But okay, fine. <laughs> it's a size thing. Because it's sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack, you are going to give us your... Oh, sorry, I forgot to say, in a word, Beirut. Oh, in a, in a word, um, exhausting. Um, that, yeah, I... <laughs> By the way, I, I said Beirut was a country earlier on in the review, and that's uh, completely wrong. It's uh, Sepia. Sepia. Sepia is my word for Beirut. Voila. Okay, that is your review on Beirut. Jack, you are going to review the Whitney Houston documentary. <sighs> After Beirut, I never wanted to see another film again, and so... I, I went to Whitney and uh, didn't want to see a film, had to see a film to do a review for today's show, and uh, really realised that uh, Whitney was a sucked dry by the world. She was kind of less an artist than a sports person with an intense routine imposed on her from the moment she started to display talent. And I don't know, there's been a lot of portrait documentaries this year, and it was the morning of the blood moon, and I was feeling fragile, but this film shattered me. There's so much incredible archive footage and so many revelatory interviews that pack into this dense, terrifying horror show. You say gossipy, Andre, I say deeply informative. This film is both bitchy and respectful. Everyone is trying to figure out what went right and what went wrong. Who was enabling? Who was a leech? Who was protecting her? 
The one thing this film is missing, which I totally understand why, is an interview with the love of Whitney's life, Robin. She did everything she could, but she was kept private and made to watch everyone else use Whitney, made her watch her get married to someone destructive, made her... watch her like neglect her daughter and Robin was like the queer love of uh, Robin was the queer love of Whitney's life and it's so sad that religion her family the media made her keep that secret and that's like for me the the center of this film but the film has like highs like she was the first artist to sing in post-apartheid South Africa and she sung I will always love you which just makes you weep um to like changing the American national anthem from a white three by four beat to a black gospel four by four beat changing its meaning forever um but then to like these crushing lows, like stories of abuse, solipsism and loneliness and bullying. Whitney's essential viewing for this year. We both went on our own, but I wish we went together so we could have had a shoulder. So true. Emphasis on weeping and devastating. This movie just killed me. It's so upsetting what happened to her. And I completely agree with what you say. You know me, I have my qualms with documentaries mm-hmm. and I don't like... I always feel uncomfortable being given a truth because I'm always super critical and I always want to try and find the questions that are around that truth mm-hmm. and whether it's accurate or not. And, and the ambiguity. And the ambiguity. And considering that Whitney Houston's no, no longer alive, we're all speaking from testimony and that to me feels a little... That just has flaws in itself. But set that aside, the film is so unbelievably sad and also just uh, just explores her incredible talent, which I feel like is worth celebrating above any of the hardship that she went through. So and I think the editing is amazing as well. Like this is like truly gripping the whole way through. My favorite parts were just the montages of her ascending the charts and, you know, climbing in fame and just succeeding because she's an amazing talent and anyone who thinks otherwise is just a dum-dum. Jack Andre Whitney in a word. Unforgettable. Yeah, devastating. So emotional. And unforgettable. And if you want to go see it, just text in the favorite your favorite movie that grounds you to 0409 945 945, uh, sort of in celebration of the blood moon. Was it a lunar eclipse? And the longest one of the century. Oh, wow. 0409 945 945. We have plenty of great texts so far. Producer Bree is going through them now and seeing if she can find a clear winner. Amazing. We're going to announce oh. that very, very soon. Bring it on. Bring it on. Jack Andre, since we have a little bit more time, I'd love to ask you after the show, but I'll ask you on air, what should I go see this week? Whitney. Ooh, excellent question. Is that, sorry, is that too obvious? Are we like, supposed to answer now or answer after the break or <laughs> leave, people, leave people gripping? <laughs> It's, yeah, I mean, 100% go see Whitney. I think Whitney is just a, a testament to an amazing talent. And if you want to cry or you want to feel uplifted, yeah. it'll give you both those things. So. Or go see 101 Dalmatians at Dendi. I think it's playing sometime soon. Mm, excellent. Hildy texted in and said, Fish Tank is an incredibly grounding film. On, true, true. on the other hand, Earth Girls... Uh, Easy is my favourite 80s escapist film. We actually have a really, really hot event to recommend to you, Bridie, but I'm going to make the listeners beg for it, so I'll I'll drop the beans after the next ad break, if you like. Yeah, let's go to Juice World. This is Lean With Me. You're on FBI Radio. Sydney Spotlight. I'm just in it to hear my sister's voice, let's be honest. (laughs) Oh, that's Selena on there. That is Selena on there, that's right. We have so many double passes to give away to the Whitney Houston documentary that's screening right now. Uh, Jack and I have come up with a couple of winners, uh, I think. Should we announce just one or two, or is that right? Or uh, let's let's hold off for a, a, <gasps> hold a moment off. here. I okay. want more texters. You've got a little bit more time to slide into those DMs with slide your texters. In. Text slide in, slide in, text in. What, what movie grounds you? For Judd Apatow, I know it's just watching 
uh, Jim Henson's funeral and seeing Big Bird sing It's Not Easy Being Green. Mm. For, for Lady Gaga, it's watching Cher accept the Oscar for her performance in Moonstruck. It was just in preparation for her Oscar that she's going to win next year. Um, I totally made that for up. For me, it's watching a video I've got of Andre doing death metal karaoke version of Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. And for me, it's just watching that YouTube documentary about Demi Lovato. May she recover well from her overdose. <laughs> or that YouTube movie Zeitgeist. <laughs> Zeitgeist. Haven't heard of it. <laughs> you haven't heard of Zeitgeist? What's Go watch Zeitgeist. Um, so also this week though, if you are looking for a movie to see, you don't want to see something at the cinemas, you want to see something really unique and special. And you lost the competition. You, you lost the competition, you, something you'll never be able to see again, probably. Actually, never. I don't think you'll ever be able to see this again. Go see a movie called Prototype. It's playing tomorrow night at Palace Nova. It's 3D, analogue 3D, red and blue 3D. Hold up, it's Palace ex- Nova? Uh, Palace Cinemas? Uh. Sorry, that's Palace Nova in Adelaide. It's Palace Cinemas at Central. Cute. Um... And it's about this major storm in Texas in 1900s and then this weird psycho, like, techno device is created in 3D to sort of explore the damage done. But it's this, this like, one-hour-long experimental 3D work by this artist called Blake Williams. It's a one-off screening. It's only, like, $11. 4 by 3 is putting it on, which is, like, the local film rag. Mm. And uh, it's just, like, unmissable. Experimental film about weather chasing. I love that. Tornadoes. I'm all about that. We're going to grab all the details and put them up on the program page. I think we're going to have to stave off a little bit longer on the winners while Brie checks up if they are official supporters of (laughs) FBI Radio. Fair enough. Which you can become just by going to fbiradio.com slash support Mm -hmm. and uh, chucking us a little bit of cash to keep us on air. Jack, Andre, thank you so much for bringing in movies, movies, movies today. I just want to say the movie that grounds me the most, (gasps) and I've been thinking about it, is that weird YouTube video you uh, you showed me, Andre. Uh, I feel fantastic. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. creep fest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, well, that's amazing. That grounds you. <laughs> that uh, well, that would ground anyone, I think. Oh my god! Shout out to Puppy Indoors. Codes. Puppy Codes on Instagram grounds us, I think. That too, as well. Yeah. Speaking of Insta, you can check out uh, all the reviews you heard today uh, on Insta. Yep. Yep. At movies underscore movies underscore movies underscore movies, and next week we'll be in Melbourne, <laughs> no, no. bringing you. <laughs> movies, movies, movies from Victoria. And check out our podcast, Cinema Girls. That's right. On SoundCloud. Here's Mike Acox with Ratata. You're on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.